Well, hi, I am Zinache. And I'm Lady K. And we are Laughs and Lyrics. And we love to put on comedy music and poetry shows because I'm the lyrics and she is the laughs, honey. And we love. Well, I'm Zinache. We're going to get started. We're going to have uh, probably some more people coming in. I know I have a couple of artists out there that haven't gotten here yet. Um, so I am a poet. And welcome to Poetry in Motion, Laughs and Lyrics, an open mic. And um, first thing, I always say our first rule of the night is leave the outside outside. So everybody say, leave the outside outside. Because we came in here to have a good time. We came in here to relax. We came in here to just enjoy the arts, poetry, music, you know, some comedy. We're going to do all of that kind of mixed in. And what we're doing is not new because we actually used to do this back when we were all in villages around campfires because you know, all of the arts really reflect storytelling and they capture who we are as a people. They capture our culture, our essence. And it's also Women's History Month and it's also National Reading Month. So I want you guys to think about, because we're going to do a little bit of kind of audience participation, um, a woman or a book that really you think is just, I mean, it's just one of your favorites and it has really impacted you. So I'm gonna ask you, you know, throughout the night, if you could share that, because one of the things we wanna do tonight is celebrate the arts and all of its beauty and also maybe learn something that we can take with us. So when we need some inspiration and we're not in this room, maybe we can pick up that book or maybe we can listen to that woman giving a speech on YouTube, you know, and, and feed our souls, feed our spirits, you know, because we are mind, body, spirit, and we need to feed all three of them, you know, and, and so this is all about Zenergy, and, and that's my podcast, Zenergy, that urge for more peace and fulfillment in life. All right, so also we got a couple of rules since it is poetry. So one of the things we want to do is respect the mic. Everybody say respect the mic. Respect the mic. Yes. And also we want to give energy because the energy you give is the energy you receive. So if you hear some things that you like, you know, we're going to practice. You can snap. So everybody snap. You can clap. If you got those janitor's keys, you can, you know, shake those janitor's keys. If you don't have janitor's keys, you go shangalang, shangalang. Or you can say something like, you know, spit poet or rewind. We don't always rewind as poets. You know, we might get messed up. But, um, you know, you can kind of talk to us because this is communal. We are a village, you know. And if there's some people who came in who want to perform, I am going to have the sign up where you can sign up to perform because this is open mic. I do have some performers already here. But we also, like I said, want to get the people who are performers and out there want to just share their art and want to give that platform for them to do that. So I'm going to start off with a piece. Uh, I'll start off with a couple of pieces. So I told you that my name was Zenashe. What's the first thing you guys think of when you hear that? What comes? Uh, power. Power. Oh, I like that. What's the first question that comes to mind when I say my name is Zenashe? Any questions come to mind? What does it mean? Anybody else? How do you spell it? It's Z-E-N-A-S-E. Um, and what does it mean? I'm going to tell you. Most people say, is that your real name? Actually, it's not my, it is my real name because I have a, you know, a DBA, an AKA. So like the government does recognize me as that as an artist, but it's not the name I was born with. Yeah. So 
My name is Zinashe, and I will now unfold the story behind that name and the lessons that it holds. 20 years ago, I worked my way through college ed. Waitressing, I paid the bills three jobs in all. I bled. A day arrived so full of strife, co-workers craved the pill that kept a smile upon my face when they all wanted to kill. What are you on that gives you rest? I need some of your zen, they stressed. I smiled and just confessed my faith is all I need. Fast forward 10 and once again a day arrived with rage and in the midst of chaos, others marveled at my grace. Hung around, embraced my calm, my total centeredness. Again, they intoned Zen you be, but I did not see that in me until I embraced my destiny. I had to give in. It took me 20 years to see the purpose of my life, to calm and soothe and to inspire, to dim effects of strife. Ashe came next, a word that means so be it, like amen. Yoruba in origin, it bonds me to lost kin, yet deeper still, like Shayla written in the Psalms, it means be still and meditate on what you read, ponder, long, yet even more, it means my words exhale with force. They live, they breathe, they change the world, they alter my own course. A writer and a poet, this name states my destiny to exhale living, breathing words that change humanity, that encourage people to consider truth and challenge them to grow because at the end of everything, self-knowledge must unfold. And so now you know my purpose, and you understand my plan, you have just entered the state of Zen, never be the same again. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, I appreciate that. So for people who came in a little bit after, I was telling them that this is Women's History Month and it's also National Reading Month. So I wanted you to kind of have a, a book in mind, uh, a woman in mind, because I'm gonna ask, for you guys to share, because I want us to get inspired. I want that to be kind of part of our night to kind of inspire each other with the things that inspire us to share the inspiration. All right, so my favorite book, I'm actually wearing some earrings that say, I rise. Anybody know who wrote that poem? Maya Angelou, she's one of the people that really inspires me and I love all of her poetry. You know, phenomenal woman, I rise. When we talk about the power of books, if you know her story, she was, she was raped, she was molested when she was a child. She decided not to speak because when she spoke, the person who molested her was actually killed by one of her family members. And she thought, oh my gosh, I brought on his death. I'm going to not speak. But she had a teacher that showed her poetry and said, you'll enjoy it so much more if you read it out loud. And she began to read it out loud to herself at first and then up on stages. And then she began to write her own. And then she was able to write an autobiography called I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings that gave a voice to a lot of women who didn't know that they weren't the only one that went through that. And it was very transformative. And of course, we know she was poet laureate. She did all kinds of things. you know. So that's one of the people that inspires me. Is there a book or a, or a woman that anybody out there wants to share that just popped in their head they wanted to share as we're going on this journey tonight of, you know, embracing the arts and enjoying the arts. 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teacher. I, I, you know, I retire. So I'm going to be calling on some people, even if you don't raise your hand. Okay. Shy All right. <laughs> All right. Tell us. Okay, Black Girl Bliss, I like that. Okay, I, I got some books in my head I might need to look up tonight. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Or tomorrow, or sometime in the future. Yes, 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 and that's all about women's empowerment. I love it. So let me see. Okay, I'm going to do a poem about women's empowerment. Um, so let's see. An African proverb states, when sleeping women wake, Mountains move. Sleeping women rise. I took a nap today, but it wasn't long enough. I want to sleep so long, Rip Van Winkle stumped. Won't toss and turn and rumple the sheets, but float and flex and melt so deep into slumber, I find myself. The virgin gone, left on a shelf. The one so fearless, bold and mighty, strong and supple. Aphrodite, the one comprising uncut well who'd never bent, unbroken still, the one with stars, rose-colored glasses, hopeful, tactless, not for the masses. I've tempered her, made her voice nil, but at 50, I'm lonely for her for real. There's a love I desire, no testosterone. She pulls me, seductive pheromones, I want to sleep. Till I meet her in my dreams. My memories feel like wakeful scenes. I want to sleep so long. When I awake, all those who knew me do double takes. For I wake with a, a mindset, a stance, a style where the new joins the old renaissance wild. And so don't be surprised if one day you see me, Benjamin Button, majestically shake off years. Like snakeskin, arise, renewed, emerge like a butterfly from a cocoon. We grow older and wiser, but along the way, some of us gets lost. But I say, nay, I'm going to sleep till I meet her in my bed, and we join in rhythms in my head, and we meld in my heart a syncopated song, and my muscles drink her in all night long. And the marrow in my bones infuses with flair. Her rhythmic interludes undulate there. My style grows younger, younger still. I wear bolder earrings and higher heels and drink deep of the draught of new on old. The metunetta shall unfold a reincarnation never seen from crone to maiden, evergreen, sleeping women and men. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So before I call up the next artist, um, is there anyone else that wants to share a book or a woman that inspires them in this you know, national reading, National Women's Month? All right, what you got? Ah, that's my second favorite book. That's my second favorite book. So why do you love that book? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful book. If you've never read it, um, it's semi-autobiographical. Uh, Zora Neale Hurston was a contemporary of Langston Hughes. So she was in the 30s. And of course, the women had their place back then and they really weren't supposed to have a voice as much as we have a voice now. And it's about her getting married because her grandmother told her to get married. And thinking that she's going to fall in love because everybody says you're going to fall in love when you get married, but she doesn't. And then she runs away with a man who has all the material things. He's the mayor of the town, you know what I mean? But he still isn't feeding her soul, her spirit. In fact, he's repressing her. And then she comes alive because she starts making some new choices for herself, even though other people around her don't agree and think that she is going on the wrong path. So it's very, for me, it was very inspiring that in the 30s she was able to say, I'm going to decide for myself what happiness is, what joy is, what fulfillment is, what love is, even though everybody's telling me I should be satisfied. Anybody ever been told they should be satisfied? Yeah, sometimes we need to say, oh, that's not good enough. I want more than that. And we're, we're entitled to more if we're willing to work for more and take risk for more. So I'm going to bring up the next artist. I want you guys to put your hands together for an author since we're doing um. National Reading Month and a former boxer and a po um, he also does some poetry, but he's going to be doing some comedy tonight. He's probably bringing his book to show you guys. Julius Fogel. Guys, put your hands together for Julius Fogel. Comedian Julius Fogel. Good evening, everybody. All right, thank y'all. Give it up yourselves coming out tonight. Good to see y'all. Good to see y'all. I got some good news that I just found out. I found out I'm gonna be inducted into the Carolinas Boxing Hall of Fame on April 28th in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Sheraton Hotel. And um, I think three is the magic number. And I'm gonna explain why. Um, I first put my application in about three years ago, and now it's three years later and I'm getting in. But there's another reason. Uh, I found out that another boxer that's gonna be inducted his name is Anthony Hembrick. Anybody here know who Anthony Hembrick is? Make sure you Google his name and look at his video, okay? But he, me and him had very similar uh, boxing styles, right? Uh, stories. We both were in the U.S. Army. Uh, we both were Armed Forces champions, U.S. National champions. We both lost our first professional boxing match on national television. I lost my fifth, my 15th fight. 16th fight, he lost his 15th fight, right? And um, the thing the thing that's kind of just different is how the fight went. Like in my first fight that I lost on national television, I got hit with a wicked body shot in the eighth round. And I took a knee, I was like, whoo! Referee started counting, one, two. I was like, did anybody see who just stabbed me in my side? <laughs> Three. Four, five, what happened to all the oxygen I was breathing? Six, seven, Jesus, I hope I didn't shit on myself. <laughs> that was my fight. His fight was a little bit different. He got hit in the first round within the first 20 seconds. Now, what makes the video so funny when y'all go on uh, YouTube and check it out, he did a dance routine before the fight. I mean, he popped locked and did the rerun and everything, right? <laughs> Had a whole coordinated, just choreographed dance routine. And he got, this is how his fight went. 
first 10 seconds. He got hit with a couple of headshots that made his body drop. He got back up again, took some more headshots, made his body drop. He got back up again, got hit with one shot. His body went down again. Referee looked at him and said, don't get up no more. Three is the magic number. Fight is over. <laughs> yeah, that three is the magic number. Oh, so there's a lot of things are getting kind of rough out here right now with inflation and stuff, right? A tray of chicken now is almost $20, right? You know, and, um, you know, I was retired army. I'm 100% VA disabled. So I was chilling for a while, you know, but shit, I got kind of tight now. I had to, I had to get out here in these streets. Y'all might have slanging that cake. I'm for real. I'm a delivery driver. I work for a bakery. <laughs> I drop off pies, cakes, pecan bars, cookies, whatever you need. If you need that weight, I am your boy. <laughs> Got that product. This is one of, I drop off mainly to hospitals, corporate office buildings, and restaurants. This is one um, restaurant I go to. This is a guy named Jesse. Uh, Jesse is the cook, but that's who I get to sign the invoice and uh, leave the stuff with, right? But um, I had some extra cookies one day, one morning, and I gave him some. So now he expects cookies every day. So like every time I go in there, it's like, oh, you had no cookies for Jesse today, my friend? I was like, oh, man, I, I forgot. He was like, oh, senor, you had no love for Jesse. I said, man, look, I, I, I got you tomorrow. Next day. I done boxed for over 20-something years. My memory ain't the best. I don't forgot that shit. Oh, senor, you had no cookies for today for Jesse, my friend? I said, oh, man, I forgot, man. I said, I'll tell you what. Call, here's my number. Call me in the morning when I'm getting y'all pies and cakes. I can add your cookies. Oh, senor, no worries, no worries. <laughs> Next day, I go in there. Oh, you had no cookies for Jesse today, my friend? I said, look here, man. Take my phone number. I'm not going to remember. I got a bad memory. I got a lot of shit going on in my mind right now. I'm trying to write a book. I'm a student at TSU. I done had my third surgery on my spine three months ago. My foot been numb for five months. I'm driving this raggedy van every day. I said, I got a bad marriage going on right now. I got a wife. I got kids. I got a girlfriend. I got a lot of shit going on during the day. <laughs> When I come in here in the morning, besides some cookies. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, what else? Um, I'm going to make some of y'all a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm going to ask y'all a question. Did y'all know that some of y'all grandmamas that had plastic on their furniture they were squirters. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard pill to swallow, ain't it? I mean, it's not like you would know. It's not like your grandma would come to you one day and be like, baby, grandma won't tell you something that she think you should know about your grandma. Now, this young girls today, they got this thing they got called, they call it squirt. Well, we didn't call it that. We called it flooded. And baby, 
They used to call your grandmama Hurricane Annie. Grandma was just coming over to see how you was doing and to get some of that cake that I love so much that I always come and get a slice when I come over here because it has that frosting I've never had that nobody can ever make. But now I'm starting to wonder, what was you making that frosting with? <laughs> you did say it was a special talent and a special recipe that nobody else had, that nobody else would get. And then you said you had a talent that they gave you a nickname for, Hurricane Annie. <laughs> All I'm saying is anything is possible. And if you're not willing to question everything, you can't say you're looking for the truth. Ain't that the truth? All right. I'm at uh, TSU right now. Give it up for TSU. And um, it was, it was uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of scary. You know, me, 51 years old on a college campus, walking around, got all these young, beautiful women walking around half naked. I mean, that's what I'm subjected to every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But somebody, you know, so I started working out a couple of years ago when I first decided to go back to school. I said, you know, I don't want to be looking too bad around these younger students than me. And, um, you know, I was kind of sore. So I rubbed down, you know, before I went to school, I rubbed down with some icy hot, you know. So, <laughs> so I get in the classroom, and I mean, as soon as I got in there, this young girl just started going off like, oh my gosh, what is that horrible smell? I can't take it. I'm about to you open up a window, somebody. I got to go, you know, this. I can't take it no more. And I, was, I just couldn't take it no more. And I said, no, she said Ben Gay. I said, it's not Ben Gay, it's Icy Hot. I messed that whole joke up, but don't worry about it, y'all. <laughs> got my shit backwards a little bit. It happens sometimes, you know. I boxed for 20 years. I got a little PTSD, too. <laughs> I spend a lot of time in grocery stores. I go in like, uh, you know, I'm in Kroger's a lot. I know it's Kroger, but I always say Kroger's, so it's just what it is. Um, so I was in Kroger's one day, and I got a few items. My, my total came out to $4.87. There's a young man behind the cash register. And, and this is what I try to say. I say, there are jobs that people have that they should know how to do certain shit. If you are a worker behind a cash register, your ass should know how to count money. You know, I get up there, and so the thing is $4.87. I give the young man $5.12. So y'all know I'm supposed to get a quarter back, 25 cents, right? Okay, some of y'all knew I'm supposed to get 25 cents back. Because some of y'all was looking just like he was looking and shit. He was counting that Sean's fingers. Five, six, seven, carry the one. Then he got the nerve to look at me and ask me, sir, how much change do I owe you back? Four dollars. <laughs> now I'm not going to tell y'all what happened because I'm not going to incriminate myself. But what I will tell you is I go to Kroger's every day looking for this motherfucker, and I got a different math problem waiting on me. I messed around and made 145 dollars last month. <laughs> I'm gonna cry like a baby when they fire his ass. 
to find out why that money keep coming up short. <laughs> I was in Walmart during, um, you know, New Year's just, well, New Year's seemed like we were just here a few weeks ago, but it's already been over three months now, right? I made a New Year's resolution. I said I was going to stop using the N-word, but they're not really. I said I was going to stop using three N-words. I use them all together. Let me explain. I went shopping at the wrong time. Around Black Friday, lines were long. The lines were to the bathroom, to the back, the back uh, bathroom in Walmart, right? So finally I get up there, it's my turn to the cash register. And the young brother behind the cash register, he gonna cut the light off talking about he about to get off. That's when I used them three in words. I said, not now, nigga. You got one more customer. Cut that light back on. <laughs> I'm not getting back on these damn lines. You can either check me out, let me check myself out, go get somebody, but I'm not getting back on these lines. Not now, nigga. <laughs> um, you know, Walmart is just kind of hard to just get one thing. You know, like you go in there for a couple of things, but you find yourself always seeing something else that you need. And you know, I'm stubborn sometimes, you know, so I've been walking, I'm just going to get a few things, but now I'm seeing other stuff, now I got stuff under my chin, under my arm, I'm dropping shit, picking it back up, I'm looking like a fool in Walmart. So it's this time that my stubborn self decides, you know what, maybe your stubborn ass should have got a basket. But it's also at the same time that I see one of these Walmart uh, workers walk by and they say, uh, sir, we have baskets in the front of the store. No damn shit, sir. Like, you don't think I knew that? I didn't think I was going to need it. Since you so smart, why don't you go up and give me a basket? You see I'm struggling in this damn mind. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we talked about the grandmas. We talked about Shelby, Jesse, uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, what else we want to talk about? Uh, make some notes for our former president, Barack Obama. Okay, yeah. I met Obama about uh, six years ago. You know, remember when he was running for president, they want they were talking about he wasn't a U.S. citizen, you know, he was a Muslim, all this type of stuff, right? So I said, you know, I want to find out for myself. So I asked him about it. And this is what Rock told me. He was like, uh, you know, Julius, that right there is a very good question. I got an answer for you. Now, 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 as you may remember, while I was on my campaign trail, there was a lot of talk that Barack Obama is a Muslim. Now, <laughs> you and I both know that if I ever said I was Muslim, I would have been your 44th president. But now that I served my two terms, here's what I say to those people that made those comments. Bismillah, Hirachmanir, Rahim, Alhamdulillah, Rabbi Alameen. I said, I knew he was a Muslim. Then Barack said, you didn't know Obama had jokes, did you? I said, no, I did, Barack. No, I did not. And I'm just messing with y'all. I ain't never met former president Barack Obama. I just smoked some damn good weed. And when I smoke weed, I get visions. And that was one of them. And that's what that nigga told me. <laughs> oh, man. How many of y'all have ever lent somebody some money? Let me hear you say, yeah. And they tell you they're going to pay you back on a certain day, and they don't. Let me hear you say, yeah. yeah. And that wouldn't be too bad. But then 
You start seeing this person doing certain things, here, going certain places that you don't think they should necessarily be able to be doing these things when they still owe you their money. It's like giving you back the last, giving your money back is the last thing on this joker's list of priorities. Priorities. So I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna do no spoken word. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a spoken word piece based off of this. It's called "How to Hell." <clears throat> How to Hell is you in Jamaica at an all-exclusive resort when you owe me. $100. How in the hell are you going to the strip club and making it rain when you owe me $100? How in the hell are you going to the casino playing dollar slot machines and blackjack when you owe me $100? How in the hell are you going to come ask me, can you borrow some more damn money? When you owe me a hundred dollars, how in the hell are you gonna lend another motherfucker some money? <laughs> when you owe me a hundred dollars, how the hell are you gonna come ask me if I got change for a hundred dollar bill? When you owe me a hundred dollars, yeah, give me that hundred. I give you some change back. <laughs> I'm gonna give you back everything I owe you. Not a damn thing. And the, the last one is, how in the hell you got a $250 reward for your lost dog when you owe me $100? You looking for your dog, Fido? You want to know your dog, Fido, is? Shut your ass up. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> There ain't no reward money. That's ransom. Give me my two. <laughs> oh, man. Have some fun up here tonight. It's hot up here, though. But uh, Y'all enjoying yourselves? Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to leave y'all. I'm going to give y'all some positivity right now. Some positive energy. Some zen. Um, when you're going through a rough time, because everybody's going to have them, I want y'all to think about somebody. And this somebody can really, really help you out when you think about it. Think about SpongeBob SquarePants. Think about SpongeBob SquarePants and his circumstances, and you'll feel a lot better about yours. SpongeBob SquarePants works at a restaurant known as the Krusty Krab. He got a best friend named Patrick that's probably the dumbest motherfucker you'll ever meet in your life. He got a co-worker named Squidward that can't stand him or SpongeBob's ass. And all three of these motherfuckers just happen to be next door neighbors. He got a boss named Mr. Crab that underpays and don't want to pay him for a dang thing. But yet SpongeBob SquarePants brings himself to work every day, happy, motivated. He's not going to let you mess up his energy. So when you think you're going through a rough time, what you think about SpongeBob and his circumstances, and hopefully that'll make you feel better. And if it don't, I don't really know what else to tell you. You're going to have to figure that one out on your own. <laughs> I can give you know it's my weed, man. But that's, about <laughs> that's about all I can do. <laughs> oh, shit. It's about my time. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, y'all have been great. I'm also an author. I'm working on a book right now called Black Love. Why do we fight like this? And I really want to have it done by April, but it's, it's just been a... 
I got a lot of stuff on my plate right now, you know what I mean? But anyway, uh, this is called The Last Round Selling this here tonight for 20. Uh, if you like a copy, I'll show sure it. Boy, y'all give it up for Jen. I say, y'all have a good night. I'm Julius Fogel. I do that let's see anybody else got a a woman that's inspiring them you know it's women's history month it's national reading month anybody got a woman they want to share with us all right how to be accountable i like that man that's that you you know what you talk about black love why do we fight like this men say women aren't accountable Women say men aren't accountable. I think we all just gotta come sometimes worry about ourselves, you know, be accountable, just take care of stuff. You gotta, you know, it's, you gotta start with the man in the mirror, as Michael Jackson said. You know, be accountable to yourself, be accountable for yourself, and then maybe we'll fix that. Black love, why do we fight so much? I talk about that too. Mm -hmm. so, you know, really, uh, psychology is big. You, we gotta mm -hmm. think of it as something that's, you know, that is big. Mm -hmm. And if you're using it, it works. Yeah. I agree. So, I, that, shoot. We might all need to read that book and, 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 and you know, do some self-evaluation. Somebody told me that we just went through the season of Lent and that's all about, you know, self-reflection and, and, and introspection and taking accountability for, you know, where we are and where we want to be. And we went through a whole January, you know, that's that month when it's new year, new me. And trying to, you know, set goals and have a vision board and do all that stuff. So accountability, that's, that's, that's key. I, I might have to look into that. I might have to look into that. All right. Anybody else got a, a woman, a book, you know, for National Women's Month, National Literacy Month? Anybody? Michelle Obama. Oh, okay. Uh, she just, you know, recently came out with the book, uh, The Light We Carry. The Light We Carry. Awesome. So, it's, it's really interesting. At least some of the point of view that I was able to catch when she got to be at the finish of that. Um, she talked about how. The, when her and Obama was together, and she was like, I hate when for 10 of those years they've been together for 30 years. And it was really inspiring because people asked, What is the secret? And she was like, I would give up 20 bad years, I mean, 10 bad years, and um, be happy that we spent 20 good years together, you know, and just not giving up. I saw that she was, you know, they were interviewing her. And she was talking about when she had her kids and she was getting up and she felt like she was doing more than her husband was doing. And she, she was just hating him. But then she was realizing that this was all going to pass. This was just a stage. It was just temporary and it was going to pass. And so um, if she focused on thinking it was forever, then she wouldn't have been able to endure. But when she focused on my kids are just going to be little and, and needing to be waking up in the middle of the night just for a few months, maybe a year, maybe two. But then we got the whole rest of our lives together. And I, I thought that was really powerful to, to think about, you know, 
they say in education, keep the end goal in mind and not uh, don't focus on the day to day because the day to day you may not see very much progress in your students. You know, they getting on your nerves. You want to be like, oh, what's wrong with this child? What's wrong with the parents? But if you keep the end goal in mind, okay, I want to get them to the next grade level. I want to get them to graduation. I want them to be a successful adult. Sometimes you can put everything else in perspective, you know. So I think that's that's a, a, an amazing message that she had there. So I'm going to do a poem. Let's see. Back to the Roots. I nicked myself shaving this morning and I was perturbed, hoping I didn't mar my almost precious skin or perfect skin. A weariness sunk into me, exasperation at all the minutia required to tame this flesh. My body a living sacrifice to modernity, plucking, exfoliating, waxing, polishing, counting fat grams and protein in portions. Sometimes I don't want to be civilized. I want to wake up, throw on a loincloth, free flowing. I want to jump in the pond and then just dry off and dress. I want to walk through the village with my tribe, eating and laughing and dancing and singing. And I want to sit around the campfire with poetry and comedy and music and dance. And I want to make love at the end of the night and curl into sleep. And I want to be totally wild. And free. Back to the roots. That was one of my little rebellious poems when I was like, oof, I'm trying not to deal with all this stuff. Um, so I figure it's time for a little bit of music. Um, you have her music all geared up? For I got her music, but um, we don't have audio anymore. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Well, we, we can try to come back and end. Okay, I'm gonna see if he can see if he can reset it. We'll come back to that in a minute. Um, okay, so I have another poet here, um, and she, you know, has a story of transformation. She says she's actually working on a book right now, and they call her the Spin Boss. So I want you guys to kind of put uh, your hands together, all right, and bring her up to the stage. She's gonna do some poetry for us. How y'all doing? Okay. This is actually my first time reading out loud. This is um, actually that's my second book. I have a first book out called Rebellious, based on the true story of Nina Ross, the spin boss. Uh, started off in the streets at 16 dancing. So that's what that story is about. And the new book is about me transitioning from the pole to the bike. I'm a spin instructor now, changing lives. Okay, I'm 100 pounds down too. All right. Okay. All right. This first poem is called Damn, You So Bad. Talking about my husband. So when I hear your name, I hear Jill Scott in the tones of Erica Badu. The power of Angela Davis, the energy of the ancestor Maya Angelou. In the transition of your blues, you make my soul move. So in tune with your style, you make my pheromones go wild. I said, damn, he's so bad. I wish I had a piece of that. 
Skin so soft, skin so brown. I'm trying to come up with a master plan to come around and be down with you. I mean, it's not just his aura, it's his brains. So full of knowledge and enlightenment, he makes my yoni drain. I just love watching you in your zone. You don't even have to speak to me. Just watching you flex and smile is good enough for me. Because you see, his energy is real. Damn, he's so bad. I wish I had a piece of that. Whatever woman is lucky enough to get you, I hope she takes care of that body because if you allow me, ooh, poppy. He smells like fresh cocoa butter and he speaks with a soft tone. If he say one word, one verb, I purr, I moan. God damn, does he have a clone? But I don't understand why you're alone. I see why a woman would be intimidated of I see why a woman would be intimidated by you. No, no, not me, baby. One call, I'm sliding through. Damn, I don't mean to seem thirsty, but I'm a little parched. And I'm ready to give you this arch. And the cold thing about it, this man don't even know I exist. I don't even exist to this man. If he allows me one moment of his beautiful time, he will truly, truly know who I am. I am the boss. They call me Nina Ross. And if I don't tickle your fancy, it's not a loss because your presence alone cost. But damn, baby, you so bad. I wish I had a piece of that. Yeah, we didn't even know each other then, y'all. I was stalking him then. <laughs> All right. So my uh, second point I have uh, it's called In the Midst of the Storm, dedicated to my big brother, Joseph Dahl, rest in peace, uh, a Hurricane uh, Harvey victim of 2017. I lost him. I was 10 years old when you came into my life as my big brother, always giving me advice and telling me, yo, listen to your mother. And before I knew it, you was gone. I was 10 years old and you was doing 10 fed years. I was going, hold on, let me start over. Okay. I was 10 years old when you came into my life as my big brother, always giving me advice and telling me, yo, listen to your mother. And before I knew it, you was gone. I was 10 years old and you was doing 10 years fed. You were doing 10 years fed. I was going through a lot as a child, and through my pen and pad, I was writing my fears. But wait a minute, I discovered a part of me throughout those tears that I was a writer, and I love how my pen shift gears. Behind bars, in and out, 24 years, I never judged you. Even though from jail to cell, you mentally grew. Anytime I needed you, Joe, you always came through. A bond unbreakable like crazy glue. In your letters, you talked about your goals and what you desired, how you wanted to be a motivational speaker and how you felt inspired, how the streets, how you was, how and how the street life was done and you was retired. When you came home, Joe, this last time, you was a changed man. Giving back and helping your community was in your plan. You were the inmates with no voice, spokesman. You knew your mistakes and you knew your journey never made you less than a man. 
but I guess the universe had other intentions for you. It was something really special about the last time we talked on the phone. Your words were encouraging, and I could feel the passion in your tone. You said you were proud of the woman I've become on my own. You said, little sis, get your paper, run your throne. And before you hung up the phone, then you told me, be safe. Your brother love you. Call me when you need me, because I got you. Then the next day, the biggest storm in Houston in history. Didn't know this hurricane was going to bring so much misery. Didn't know Harvey was going to make you a human sacrifice. Oya, why did you remove him? Take this pain from my life. In the midst of the storm. So this is from a relationship that I had when I was young. By the look in your eyes. By the look in your eyes, I can tell he doesn't love me anymore. By the look in his eyes, I can tell he doesn't love me like he used to. Your silent nights, nonchalant days, I already knew. By the look in his eyes, he was through. Can't even stand still and hug me. Maybe you just outgrew. A person knows. A person can feel the energy when they are being loved. A person can sense. A person can detect when they are being shoved. Sex is life. This shit ain't right. I'm losing this fight. By the look in your eyes, I know that we are not spiritually connected. We made a promise through good and bad. Why are we so disconnected? No one is perfect, but if we both try, the problem suspected can be corrected. But by the look in your eyes, everything that you know I need has been neglected. I am your woman. I am your queen. Why I feel so rejected? I'm supposed to feel protected. I thought I was specially selected. Why is it that the small things I cannot get because by the look in your eyes, I know I feel the regret. We were supposed to be one team, one unity, never let the world see us sweat. But somehow I became your threat by the look in your eyes. Thank you. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So are you guys enjoying yourself? Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so um, we're going to bring up some music um, and I'm going to have her do, you know, a piece and we're going to kind of do a little bit of intermission because I do want you to check out, you know, my table in the back, her table, kind of mingle. We do want to get to know some of the people in our community. So if you came here with some person, you know, talk to somebody else that you didn't come here with. Get to know their name. Get to, you know, because sometimes we don't know who's sitting right next to us. We don't know that they may have the connection we need for our business or, you know, they might be that person that, you know, can, can they say everybody is connected by six people, six degrees of separation that you can reach anybody in the world if you just know the right six people. And, you know, so so I do want to do a little bit of time of kind of networking, you know, fellowshipping, because like I said, we're this is a village and. In the village, we got together over food and we, you know, we enjoyed each other. We talked and we conversed. We let our hair down and we relaxed, you know, because out there we can't always relax. 
we got to be all tense and, and, and stressed out. So just for a minute before we eat, let's do a little bit of relaxation. I want everybody to shake your hands out and unclench your jaw. You know, let your jaw relax, let your shoulders fall. You know, because we're all about trying to get you in a better headspace. So when you go out there, you're not all tense. You know, if your face is all tense, you know, that's not a good thing. Um, I do breath work and meditation workshops. So if you've never done breath work, we won't do it tonight. But it's good to breathe from the belly. Because most times we breathe up here and that's shallow. You know, if you look at a baby breathing, they breathe in and out from the belly. And that's how we can relax ourselves. So one thing that is really good to do, especially if you have trouble falling asleep, which I do, I think I'm a little ADHD, is what's called box breathing. And you basically breathe for four, you go like one, two, three, four, you hold it, and you're breathing from your belly, and then you kind of picture a box. You wanna go one, two, three, four, hold it, and then one, two, three. So you're basically breathing in, out, in, out, you're making that box. And as you do that, you will relax. And if you actually make the exhalation longer, like try to go up to seven, you'll get sleepy. Because it's scientifically proven if you exhale longer than you inhale, you will make yourself sleepy. You will actually calm your nervous system. So that's something that you can do, you know, at night as a de-stressor, you know, so. So I hope everybody's feeling a little better, a little better. And laughter, of course, is a great is a great uh, relaxer. So I'm gonna do a little poem before we go into intermission. I'm gonna call her up to do some music. So um, anybody in here single? Okay, got a couple people. Got a couple people. Okay. Well, um, I have had a unique life. I've been married twice, 17 years total. I got divorced about eight years ago. And I decided I wanted to do online dating. And that is a whole journey in itself. I actually wrote about it in my memoir. So in seven years, I actually went on 147 dates. Yeah. And 101 are in the book. And I learned a lot. We're talking about accountability. I actually learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about my communication. I learned a lot about men. I learned a lot about women. I learned a lot about the complaints men had about women. So it was like, it's like a whole psychology textbook in there. Like all of the different things that I learned as I'm going through therapy, as I'm uh, interacting with people, as I'm doing shows, all these different things. Because it's, it's not just about dating. It's a book about transitions and opening, you know, my, my business, becoming a spoken word artist. My kids leaving home, coming back, leaving home, coming back, becoming a grandmother, you know getting prepared for retirement. I lost some people during that time. So it's a whole, like all the ups and downs of life are in there. And you get to see me transform my mindset. You see me start risking going for my dreams. You know, we were talking about, you know, different books about risking, taking steps and kind of becoming your authentic self. So you see that whole journey. Um, but I'm going to do one of the poems. I'll, actually, all the poems that I've done tonight are in that book because there's actually 97 poems in the book. And it's 26 chapters. I told you there's 101 dates. Um, and it's actually been on the bestsellers list in African poetry and Native American poetry for about 405 days now. Yeah. On Amazon. So this poem is called Plenty of Fish. 
looked at his profile. He was sexy and fine, got excited to meet him over a glass of wine, walked into the place, stepped right through the door. A black Danny DeVito was smiling. So sure my date was behind him, I looked to the side. He tapped me on my shoulder, said, I'm your date for tonight. I stifled a cringe, studied his face for a clue. Where was the man from the pictures I knew? Much shorter than me, balding, ashy brown skin. He had the nerve to ask what I thought of him. I tried to be polite, avoid answering, but he pressed forward so clueless and asked yet again, sir, the problem is this to be frank and true. You said you were 6'1". It looks more like 5'2". You boasted of fitness, but look stout and round. In fact, not a single detail from your pictures I found. I don't want to say more. I don't mean to be rude, but I've never seen nose hair so boldly protrude. Your hair is all gray, not black. There are teeth that you lack, and surprisingly, there's hair all over the top of your back. Your beard is unkempt, it looks moldy and old, and you smell slightly like Munster cheese or black mold. I came out for some wine, but have no appetite. I think I'll bid you adieu for the night, but before I depart, I must ask, be open. Can I have the name and number of your friend? Because it's obvious you borrowed a picture from somebody you know. But I understand if you'd rather just go. A blind date does not mean that I cannot see. It's pretty obvious you catfished me. Wasted my time, but not all is amiss. You inspired a poem, Mr. Plenty of Fish. Thank you. And before you guys think I'm a horrible person, I didn't say any of this to him. I just said, you didn't tell the truth. I, I don't feel comfortable staying for the date. Now, I went outside to my car. I was at Chili's. I called my um, my friend who's a comedian. I said, uh, I just got catfish. She says, was he fine online? I said, girl, yes. And she said, looked at his picture. He was sexy and fine. I said, oh, and I sat there right there. And I wrote that poem right on the spot. And so my theory is that the arts, especially poetry, writing, can actually transform pain into empowerment, you know, because I took my, my, my pain, my disappointment, and I empowered myself to actually make it into art in that poem. So, yes. All right. And a lot of artists, especially musicians, a lot of them do that. Some of them have some really painful experiences and they turn it into beautiful art. So um, we're going to bring up um, If I Must Pro... How to say the last name? Prosper? If I Must Prosper... Yes, we get purple music. So everybody put your hands together. All right. Y'all give it up for yourselves. Give it up for yourselves. Thank y'all for coming out. And uh, thank you, Sister Zen. Uh, her and I go way back, like four flats, <laughs> on that Cadillac with the diamond in the back. Uh, and uh, she, you know, hosts a lot of shows. And this is my first one I am able to come to. So I'm a Super excited about that. Uh, thank you. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna do some songs and uh, I'm gonna get up out y'all way. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, if y'all want to stand up, y'all can go ahead and stand up because we about to party. So, uh, DJ, you drop that first one a whole lot of that's what we're gonna start off with. Okay, if y'all want to get up, y'all can get up. Come on, go ahead and get up, get a little clap going on. Today is Sunday. Fun day. Hold up, hey, hold up, everybody, hold up, like man, whoa, man. Whoa. Hold up, hey, hold up, everybody, hold up, hey. 
hold up, everybody hold up, hey, look, man, look, a whole lot of paper, a whole lot of currency. Yeah. I attract wealth, well, money just flow to me. Sideline by a beach, ain't nobody culture me. Streets on the coast are disimported from the motherland. Yeah, I'm making bougie, cause this paper like a honey band. I watch me do my money then. Pay me in them tubs, get my reparation. Started from the bottom, now I'm on my way to greatness. Slow lighting, banging, knocking pictures off your dresser. Top notch player, get the most, not the lesser. Money confessor. Hit the south side, but I'm a north side oh. rapper. H ten, baby, who you know do it better. Home of, home of the, yeah. Ride top down, man, we do what you can. Stunting all day, you can see it in the face. Diamonds in the grill and the money in the safe. Here we up when we book. If you thinking that we slick, get into the money, nah. we count no Z's. Nah. And we stay woke, you got a pass in them G's. Plus that commission, sign on the back, seeing less. Go fishing. I just flipped it. It's game over. Looking like a clover. Land of them soldiers. Fifth war strong. Getting money never fold up. Up like folders. Big body like a boulder. As I switch from plane to lane. Only PJs when we riding on the plane. In my PJs getting money from the bank. And I split it with the fam. Everybody gon' eat. Man, hold up. Hold up. Hey. Hold up, everybody, hold up. Hey, man, hold up. Hey, hold up. Hey, hold up. Like, man, man, Hey, hold up, everybody, hold up. Hey, hey, appreciate the love. I'm glad y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Like that. Thank you. Uh, so look, I'm gonna talk for a little bit so I can catch my breath. <laughs> we can go into this next song. <laughs> but uh Sister Zen, thank you again for inviting me out. Like her name literally means peace and calm. And she just has this peaceful and calm spirit about her every time. Every time we're talking, it's just like groundbreaking and ground shaking. You know what I'm saying? So uh thank you for that. So I want everybody to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I am peaceful. Turn to your other neighbor and say, other neighbor, I am calm. Right, yeah, look, that's how we got to start. Oh, excuse me. That's how we got to start living, y'all. Peaceful and calm in the state of Zen. So there's another this, uh, song that I'm about to do is called Love Me. So it's like, uh, it's about the Bible verse, you know. Uh, God would make your enemies your footstool, you know. Like, yeah, you might have haters, it may be some haters out there, but you got people that love you. It's more people that's praying for you. It's more people that want you to succeed. It's more people that want you to climb that mountain. It's more, it's more people who want you to use your voice and stand up on it. So, uh, let's go on here, rock out. Drop it, DJ. And we are as a people, inherently and historically, Opposed to secret Bruce Lee of the loose leaf Like him saying that one song This a private jet No carry on Got hustle strong My game tight Hard hitting like Mike tight No pillow talk Go night night I'm smooth with it I'm nice nice God like a sacrifice Thankful like her night Thankful like her day Made her way And kept that way Started the mud like Bobby Boucher Get to the money Once we throw a bouquet I don't care what she say I don't care what he say So I don't care what they think I just Tippy-tie, 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 t
for me Then more people that hate on me Come here just a little closer I need you to be my school for me Feet kicked up, look, I ain't worried about nothing in the shade with lemonade, ain't I something? You throw plenty of that. No tears for the Simulac. What a boy like a quarterback. Didn't like what I saw. I had to change it up. You can't sit with us. You can't hang with us. Back of the bus, no end of the line. Time has come, but it's been night time. Down is a rough, you know I'm gonna shine. Got it, good choice. I'm gonna get my life. Hey, wipe it down. Hey, y'all, this is the dance right here. Look. Right here. This is the dance right here. This is the. Look. Hey. Like. Whoa. Love, yeah, that's right. Thank you, thank you. Uh, the great Maya Angelou said, you know, when you go into places, carry that with you. Carry the greatness with you. Carry that compliment with you. You know, when somebody like, go ahead, girl. Go ahead, my brother. Salute King. You know, when you walk into a place, they like, it's something about you. They can't put their finger on it because what you are carrying with you holds weight. Like, you know, holds greatness. So uh, I'm going ahead uh get into this last song. This is a party song. You know, you know what I'm saying? Everybody going to turn up. You know what I'm saying? Before we get up out of here. So uh, if you want to get up out your seats, if you want to dance, you can dance a little bit. But or a whole lot, it doesn't matter. So go ahead, DJ, drop that real quick. Everything I touch turn to go. I love that affirmation. Yeah, everything that I touch, any and everything. Ooh. Everything. Look, hey, I go by the name of Why, It's a real slow we ride, we flows. 84 poke, don't get too close. You get no love, like my name's Zero. Ain't that bad, 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 just like love. Oh, give me 50 feet, now I'm still deep. Oh, mind on money, start running out the door. No hands on their neck, and they still gon' choke. Like, uh, Simone with the stack, let me flip it. Like, uh, Simone with the feet, now I'm dripping. You better catch up, but my line to a zebra. Powder up, God, I feel no evil. Feeling like David when I slay them giants. Going to the top, any mouth, I'm climbing. Dance with science, hear my sermons, align my lines, and climb my water. You should keep for the shade when I'm chilling in the garden. Fit for a bread, we don't do no talk. Fit for Look, I'm fit for a bread, we don't do no talking. Look, I'm fit for a bread, we don't do no talking. No talking, no talking, no talking. My name is If I Must, everybody. Thank you. May God bless y'all abundantly. Y'all be safe. Thank you. Oh, y'all can find me on every platform. My name is Phil, like the way it is. If I must, I F I M U S, and it's like if I must, gotta do this. I'ma do it my way. Y'all remember the love. All right, we say. Man, man, shout out to the DJ man.
Reintroduction for you and everything. I was Jimmy. I got one leg, but I was bouncing. Cause if I must bounce, I'm a bouncer. If I must prosper, you feel me? <laughs> of all the things I could bounce to, baby, you laugh. So how everybody else doing? Everybody good? Is y'all blessed? Is y'all blessed and highly flavored? Yes, blessed and highly flavored. Yes, indeed, highly flavored. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You look flavorful. You look flavorful. You look like this, like caramel. Just flavor. Praise the Lord. Just dipped in sweet. Praise the Lord. You look like good old milk chocolate, Chad. Just good old milk chocolate, girl. Just tastes buttery. Tell you now, it tastes like chicken. <laughs> if I must eat, I'm eat some chicken. <laughs> Okay, because I'm behaving myself just in case the pastor walk in. If I must go to hell, it won't be for that. <laughs> Woo! All right, I can't swing too far. I can't swing too far. I'm off balance. I'm off balance. All right. <laughs> Y'all see me swing? They was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> All right, so look, we are ready tonight. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm always excited to see, to come to the shrine. I don't care if it's two or three or if it's all of y'all. We up in here, baby. Can look at us, We up in here. We up in here. Thank y'all for coming. This is um, cope. What is the word I was looking for? I had it in my brain. Cultural appreciation. That's what this is. Cultural appreciation. It is not that other cultures can't come in here and appreciate our appreciation, but you know, it's us in here tonight. Don't you love your melanin? Baby, I'm telling you, that's what I'm, that's what I wanted. That, that. Cause it's that melanin. Oh, oh, my melanin falls. I don't care about you being racist. Nigga, I know, I nigga. And oh, this lady, oh baby, I made it. I messed this white lady up. She, nigga, 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 nigga. What you talking about? I know, I know all this. Ooh, yes, I'm a nigga. My nigga too, y'all nigga too. <laughs> Ooh, we ain't no biggie cotton no more, Karen. You can holler, nigga, all you want to. Oh, well. Oops, oops. Oh, well. Oh, well. We in the same cab. We in the same cab. Your money ain't bigger than my money. I don't give a care. Don't get smacked. I can, yeah, I can fight too. Don't worry about it. I don't get offended by certain stuff no more. You know, it's the worst thing you can say to a white woman. Bad credit. Oh! <laughs> we used to it. We used to it. That ain't no insult. That ain't no but you know, we, we getting our credit boosted nowadays. We getting our credit together. We ain't poor no more, y'all. Black people getting rich, y'all. You better tell them we ain't, we ain't poor no more. We owning business. Look at that. She over there got her business. Man, you over there. Look. Look at that woman got there. Listen, listen. She was teaching in school. And now she got her own books. You got a school on your table back there. That's black. That's why I said cultural appreciation. I appreciate it. Zen I Shay, that's my, I told y'all, that's my, wait, I can't say what, I can't say that up in here, I forgot to pass my coming. You a good energy. (laughs) 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 
That's the inside being hugged. You know, when you got a bestie, y'all be across the room. <laughs> and y'all be everybody else looking at y'all like, what the? What is y'all? That's my kind of bestie right there. We be like, Girl, I know plenty of fish. <laughs> <laughs> that's him, that's him. Make a deco. Wait, I know you weren't did it yet. Yes, you did. Y'all child, is she gonna do it again now? Oh well. Oh well, you knew I was on my way. Oh well, you shouldn't have did it. You shouldn't have did it. That's so disrespectful. Just childish. Childish. You knew you were gonna do it. just childish. I swear to God. You gonna do it again. Oh well. Oh well, Mr. Plenty of Fish with the hair on his back. I don't care. You gonna say all of that again. She gonna say, yeah, I'll join him for a glass of wine. She gonna tell all that again. All that. Did she tell y'all how she got to it? So you did that while I wasn't there. You didn't even let me get to feel good on the inside. You gonna say all that again. Y'all gonna have to hear it again. Oh, well, I'm a Capricorn. I'm petty. Yes, I am. I sure did. I invented petty. I don't give a care. I ended the year petty. Started the year petty. That's me. Petty. Petty. I don't know about petty, petty, but petty K is something serious. Oh, we don't get mad. I get petty. You know, I mean, man, it's too much energy, but Patty is fun. What? <laughs> Cute too. <laughs> and laugh, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm Patty. I'm extremely Patty. You Patty too. You know you Patty, Robin. You Patty. You Patty, Robin. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know you Patty. Robin Patty. But he Patty in love. He Patty in love. He still love you, but. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> All right, y'all ready for y'all first orders, babies? Yeah. They was like, no, keep going. No, I'm playing. Y'all ready for y'all next artist? Because yeah. I had to wake y'all up. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Y'all already know I like it noisy. You know I like it noisy. So you already clapping and you making noise. I said, you already clapping and you making noise. with my boy, dancer, dancer. Now he's doing other things. So my boy is a whole movement by itself. Your boy, What's the deal? What's the deal? How everybody feeling? Yeah. Good, that's good, that's good. My name is Abstract. You know what I'm saying? As she told y'all, I am a dancer, but you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna be doing all that for y'all tonight, okay? Um, I actually got some new shit. New Okay? New shit, all right? So uh, the first thing I'm gonna spit is called transformative introduction um, because I don't do spoken word, but um, I was in an accident a long time ago, so I don't dance like that no more, and I gotta find another way to express. Okay, so, you know what I'm saying? This is that. <clears throat> Into my limbo. It's like four walls with no corners. I can't never make a point. I fall back. The cracks, thinking, somebody, body, anybody, body, heart racing, 
Adrenaline makes me feel every second of the elevation. Now I'm hesitating. I look down and me on the floor are racing. I hit the ground, glass. Every piece of me is breaking. I'm just a cousin away from ashes. Now into my cipher. Ground first, I'm in caterpillar mode. Gathering, molding, feeding, and growing. I'm always in the zone. Every step I take is a choice to keep moving. Every bite I make is energy to keep grooving. Every circle I make is a target to keep shooting. I am the essence of abundant vitality. Everlasting resolve, yearning for exact understanding guided by never-ended eternal energy. Spunky. Truly innovative. Superiorly original. Nigga, if you ain't catch that, I spelled it out for you. A very Eugene Stenson. Now into my kingdom. To my right is the strength of God and to my left is my shining light and in my eyes the love I see. I'm Isaiah, Iziana, and Nayeli. I built this shit. Brick by brick. From broken to Ronin. The path I walk is not necessarily paved. I don't go necessarily against the grain. I'm formless, like water. Movements flow like a river. Visuals morph to make you squint a little. Abstract movement. The broken Ronin. Raphael, I am me. Okay, no, I need my phone back for this one. <laughs> All right, this one, guys, it's gonna have a little, a little music to it. Um, it's called Maybe. Hold on one second. Maybe I was lost without a choice Maybe I was guided with no noise Maybe I was smiling with no joy Maybe I was walking in the void Maybe I was slicing with no sword Maybe I was stringing with no cord Maybe I was driving with no car Maybe I was sourcing with no pork Maybe I was flying with no smoke Maybe I was light with no spark Maybe I was loving with no heart Maybe I'm affected with no call Maybe I was looking with no sight Maybe I'm pumped with no hype Maybe I'm preaching with no hype Maybe I got angles with no flight Maybe I got points with no score Maybe I was grinding with no board Maybe I was thinking with no thoughts Maybe I was feeling without nerves Maybe I was dodging without swerves Maybe 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 
With no slight, maybe I'm reaching with no hype. Maybe I'm pumped with no hype. Maybe I was looking with no flight. Maybe I'm affected with no cause. Maybe I was loving with no heart. Maybe I was light with no sparks. Maybe I was fire with no smoke. Maybe I was sourcing with no corpse. Maybe I was driving with no car. Maybe I was stringing with no cord. Maybe I was slicing with no sword. Maybe I was walking in the void. Maybe I was silent, smiling with no joy. <laughs> Maybe I was guided with no noise. Maybe I was lost without a choice. Preach. Live in the mix with DJ Zanani. Listen, let me tell y'all something. I'm trying, I don't wanna, oh, wait. I don't wanna pull nothing down, the DJ vibe over there. Mm-mm. I'm trying, I'm on a cord, people. Okay, is that it right there? Is that, oh, it was, okay, we good. All right, well, shoot. <coughs> I can't stand that too much longer now. I'm gonna get, no, I don't wanna see that. This, it's gonna make me be all lazy. I'm saying, I don't do it. Mm-mm. Bad people sitting down. You ever try to get up when you take? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> your body be like, uh uh-uh. In your head, you stood up, but your body was like, <laughs> blue. <laughs> Bad just settle. Get off me. <laughs> oh my God. So y'all, I do appreciate being sexy like this. I do. It's more the love until you hurt your leg. You like, really listen. Then you be like, Lord, I should have been a hundred pounds, G. If I was a hundred pounds, I'd have gave me crutches. If I was a hundred pounds, I'd have got a, I'd have got an ambulance. If I was a hundred pounds, I'd have got a wheelchair father. But I'm bad. They was like, walk it out, help I'm leaving the hospital. <laughs> I was dragging the <laughs> Tell you, they be disrespectful to other people. That's all right. That's why I stepped out here. That's why I got it. That's why I got a model coalition for us. Cause they don't, they don't do us right. They don't do us right. Cause I want to eat. And people love me still like I look. I ain't gotta be skinny. Not me. Not me. I ain't gotta be skinny. It ain't stop me from getting nothing. <laughs> Listen, it ain't never stop me from. It ain't never stop me from getting a doggone thing I ever wanted. Not nothing. Chicken, pork chops, spinach, salad, tuna fish, biscuits, you know, peefee, chili. Well, um, I, my girl summed it up, you know, she was beans, greens, potatoes. I'm telling you, it ain't never stopped me from getting nothing. Oh, 
Y'all thought I was being nasty. So that's what y'all get. <laughs> dirty Sarah. Just dirty. I was kind of being nasty, but I didn't want to, you know, I covered it up for, you know, for the church folks to like being home. I'm trying to behave myself. Y'all know I'm trying to leave it salvation. Because the Lord coming back. <laughs> he coming. I don't know when, but he don't black people time, you know. <laughs> then he been coming back since I was a baby. I came by my mom, my grandma was going, where am I then? He on the way back. <laughs> I was in Sunday school six years later. Hey, raise his hand. I think my grandma be damn, bro. She be trying to. They used to. They used to try to control the house. Uh uh-uh, uh. If you do that, you're going to hell. <laughs> I chew up. You better not. You're going to hell. <laughs> you hear my mama too. Child, you get whooped for anything. Is that BET? Mm-mm. Come here. <laughs> Oh, I got the worst beat now with a, 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 a bone thugs and humming. I think that's what it is. Miss Mom for y'all, y'all. Y'all hate that song this day. That's all. Come on. I'll be about to, be about to snatch the radio out the cook. This mother. This song. And it ain't even the song. I, the song is good. I tried to watch it grow, but the words just messed me up because halfway through the song. Wait, ah! Y'all don't even know the rest of the song after that. I don't even know the rest of the song after that. That's how. It's kind of household I got raised in. We got whooped for everything. Everything. And I still ended up going to jail as an adult. That shit don't work. <laughs> <laughs> it kept me good in front of her. But when you go outside, you're going to do what you want to do. We went to school cussing and everything. We go to church Sunday. Thank you. <laughs> Boy, be flying. Hallelujah. We be PKs. Get to school. I'ma throw this boot. Listen, you don't want to. Look, DJ, I, you was, I was on your side. Now you bring it back painful memories. So disrespectful. I'ma throw your DJ. I'ma throw your whole table. I'ma throw it outside. I'ma throw it outside. Y'all gonna see me bend it down. All right, you gonna be telling your friends you got jumped by a bunch of poets and comedians. <laughs> They don't look like it. They die outside right now. But if I'm like, get them, they're going to catch you outside. They're going to catch you outside. My friends is gangsters. Y'all my friends, right? Y'all gangsters. Y'all got my back. Don't get beat up by some poets. But we can fight for you. That overhand with a book. Bam. Bushing your head with some literature. <laughs> That's it. I want to fool with. Hey, baby, I'm starting that now. Boy, now I'm, I'm old as hell. I'm, I'm bedded right in another body. Hey, boy, I be tonight in the night. Well, I'm starting. Listen, you know what? I ain't sung nothing in a while. I feel like I ain't sang did nothing in a while. Hmm. Let's think of something. Cause it's been a minute, really. Oh, um, I'ma sing a snippet of something. You never heard me sing. Okay, well, I gotta do a snippet of something good then. Hold on, wait a minute. I ain't gonna sing a lot, but I'm gonna let y'all hear something. It could have been me. I'm dogs with no food and no clothes. All left alone without one friend. 
Oh, just another number with a tragic end. Well, Lord, you didn't see fit to let none of these things be. But every day by your power, Lord, you keep on keeping me, 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 me. And I want to say thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for me. Y'all all right with that? Oh, that almost maybe could have been me. How dumb. What? Listen, when you sit and think about it, I'm sorry, I'm a PK for real. Listen, boy, with no food. I'd have been hungry. I'm fat now because I, I told myself I was never going to miss another meal when I got some money. <laughs> Listen, that was the first thing I said I was going to not do when I get, when I get home, bro, boy, I'm going to get all the food and the clothes. So I open a boutique so I can give stuff away if I need to. I ain't have no shoes. I had the same shoes on one time in middle school. I wore a hole in my shoes, y'all. But I buy the kind of shoes I want. Yes. <laughs> so I say thank you, Lord, for all you've done for. Y'all can get down there too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. Look at <laughs> Is this the most singles I've been in? I would love it. If I must prosper, supposed to have been featuring me on something. She know she be getting busy and all. She all famous now, so you know. She gonna come back and get me now while she was texting her producer, nigga. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you something. All right. Um, honestly, I was stalling because I forgot who's next. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good slave. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Y'all didn't even have to know that right there. Y'all didn't have to know. I'm an honest individual. Listen, honesty got me so friendly fast. I'm telling you, but listen, baby, does it make me look? Yes. Yes, it do. It make you look exactly like you're going to play. It sure do. Take it out. <laughs> Don't call me. Girl, let me get out of there. Hey, you sure you, you sure you want me down? Sound that for you. When you call, if I call you, don't put me on speakerphone here. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's not me. Girl, how the hell? I... Girl, I'm in the board meeting. I told you. You shouldn't have answered. Boss, girl. You gonna get fired? Oh my god. Okay, so I believe I said I wanted this beautiful queen on there. Yeah, yes, but we adding a queen in between this testosterone because I feel like you. Yeah, I know you won't spit because you in here, queen. You, you, you don't want to speak. You don't want. You don't want to sing. You don't want to do your thing. <laughs> Talk about your business that you have. You have a lot going on. You don't want to. I feel like I just need to give a queen a quick moment because you are illustrious. See, I'll give her a hand, darling. So I, I want her to introduce herself to y'all. This, this young lady. Yeah, because I can't grow up. Thank you. Plug yourself in. Ma'am, they need to know you. Peace and light, everybody. Peace and light. Bless your work, my dear. Thank you. Uh, my name, well, I am Ohima. Ya Asante Wazai. I stand. Oh. Is that you? Oh, yeah. 
Am I talking here? No, anywhere. Okay. Can I go? Yeah. Okay. I don't like to do this. Uh, <laughs> peace and light. My name is Ohima. Yeah, Santiwa Zai. I am honored, flattered, and put very, very, very on the spot. <clears throat> uh, pay homage to my mother, Naila, who was recently honored for her work. We give blessings and honor to this space and the pastor of the space. We thank the Shrine of the Madonna, the Black Madonna, for all that it does and all that it will do. Um, I am a member of the Shrine of the Black Madonna, as absent as I may be sometimes. My journey has pulled me away from gathering and, and these types of things, so now I make Ohima sightings, if you will, and I've been out all day, so. Um, I have a ministry inside of me called Johara. Johara is joining our harvest and reaching abroad. Um, I have a small skincare line called Sweet Touches. I make natural skincare products. Um, but I think I'm being called up here to talk about the trip that I, that I host. I am opening a trip for you to spend 30 days in Ghana. Yes. 30 days in Ghana, right at 5,000 per person. It is a two week price for a four week trip. You do not have to stay the entire 40 days. Um, however, 30 days, I'm sorry. Um, however, I've been enough times to know that you need the 30 days. Um, I am taking deposits as of now. My first meeting is February, uh, March 24th. I'm sorry. I don't like talking in front of people. Um, I offer you a trip to go see yourself or go find somebody who looks just like somebody else. As an African born in America, I stand before you with the assignment to bring you home. That's it. You can get in touch with me later on. I will not take away from the event that I am, but I did do as I was told. Um, come go home with me and see for yourself. I should. Oh, yeah, they don't like a pole for real. They don't like a pole. They like it. Hell, hell. They seem to like this in Africa. They be coming up here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, your body. Oh, my God. My God. I'm like, your chick. My God. I've never seen a wallet. My God. We can have a right. You need citizenship? Citizenship? This is it. FEMA, you FEMA, you understand FEMA? Both, you got that part? <laughs> yacht, yacht. You look like yacht. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap this night up, you guys, because I'm cutting up. Uh, half past. <laughs>
Hey, Pastor. No, you're going to let me come sing at your church. Oh, okay. He said, anytime, y'all. He tastes the stuff. It's real, sir. He said, it's real, real, real. All right. All right. Don't start nothing, Pastor. I'm going to hop on one leg. Let's be. I better put it, I got a ponytail on. It ain't sanctified yet. Hold on. It ain't sanctified yet. You know, you got to sanctify the ponytail before you get the movement. Boy, they be like, yeah. Since I have been a victim of the pew. Your tamarind being one hand, you be pew. You ever lost your hair? This is let me tell you something. Listen, be the roll under the couch. Listen, Lord, listen. All right, so y'all, I am so grateful. I'm honored as always to be before all of y'all. I'm happy that I can make y'all day, even if a little bit, even if it's a little bit laughter. Even if it's good, you better say. I just want to make you feel better. I just want you to have a great, blessed, and wonderful day, afternoon, forward meeting until we see each other again. Because, I mean, I'm telling you, life crazy enough. You're going to make me get back over there. Because if I must go through a whole bunch of stuff, I might as well do it in ministry. I might as well do it in leading people the right direction, telling people to stop doing that. It ain't, it don't mean you got to walk up to people. In the name of the Lord, the it don't mean you got to do all that. It just means you can say, hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? That might be the, that might be the first time somebody heard, how you doing today? Right. Don't be looking at everybody with the stank face because somebody's staring at you. Somebody's staring at you, maybe they admire how sexy you is because I get that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to answer with an attitude. <laughs> Thank you. If I see somebody looking at oh, did you look at me? I know, bow, bow. Even if you was thinking malice, when somebody look at you and go bow, you can't think no malice after that. I know I'm sexy. I tell you, you know, I be you looking at me because I'm sexy. Listen, man, you looking at me because I'm sexy. You angry about that? Listen, you pretty too. How you doing? Come on, last house. We should be friends. When do you shop at take your shoes? Baby, listen, I don't, all that confrontation, unless you come to my man, then that's different. But the other way, other than that. <laughs> Then again, I know he's sexy too. Shoot you both. Hey, look at him. Look at him. He's too, girl. Look at us. Look at him. Look at his hand. Because he only going to one place. <laughs> so keep looking. He wants to pop on. Listen, you just. I'm telling you, you ain't got to fight about no man who wants you. Hey, don't nothing keep a man but a man that want to be kept. I tell you the outside. That's the rule of life. I ain't going to be running. No, for what? Why? If he want to leave, he's going to. If he want to stay, he's going to stay. I don't know who that's for. Uh, and, you know, we got Liz Bowens too. If a woman want to leave, she ain't going nowhere. She get on you. She going to get on your nerves. She gonna, you can throw her outside. She going to be at the door. <laughs> we don't know how to leave nothing. Walmart, Target, relationships. Listen. <laughs> the corner store, the gas station. We don't leave nothing. <laughs> All right, y'all. So the queen of this amazing, incredible gathering, my co-conspirator to our foolery. And amazing. Because, girl, we are doing incredible things. So I want y'all already clapping and making noise for my girl, Zen. All right, well, thank you guys so much. I'm going to do one last piece for you guys, but we are African people, so this is going to be a call and response piece. So that means that I'm going to need your help with this piece. And there's actually two metaphors in this piece. It's actually the first poem I ever performed, ever, ever, when it was, ooh, 2016. That was the first time I performed. 
So what do we call a sexy man? We call him a tall drink of water. Yeah. So when I make this wave, I want you guys to say that word. Water. Now, why would we call a man a tall drink of water? Because sometimes all you want is a tall drink of Especially like if you've been working out, you've had a hard day, you're working on construction, whatever you're doing, you want that tall glass of water. Or sometimes you want to get in the shower, you want to let that just cascade over you and just wash the day away. Or you want to soak in a tub full of water. Maybe even fill it with some Epsom salts or some, you know, nice aromatherapy, some candles around there because it's just going to just relax you. But also we live in Houston and we know what it's like when our streets fill with and our homes could fill with and our cars could fill with so it kind of depends on what kind of you have what kind of experience you have all right and the other metaphor in this poem is for women and a woman in this poem is a tree so when I do that I want you guys to say that word tree so why would I call a woman a because like she was just saying, sometimes we get rooted and grounded in things that we don't know how to leave. We need sometimes to be uprooted. We need to have our family, our friends come uproot us and put us into some better soil. Sometimes we need our minds transformed because we got all kinds of crazy thinking. Our leaves are dropping off. We're dying. We need to get into some better soil, get some fertilizer. But also as a we produce fruit, which is our children, our legacy. So this poem is called Blue, Water. Green. True. She carries him like a mother carries her child, but he's her husband. Trust him like the sands that slip through her fingers at the beach, but loves him like an oak loves. Water. Born on the Mississippi, she's known. Water. As deep and dark as Mississippi mud or as clear as Bahama breezes. As cold as a hailstorm and as hard as a steel door that closed around like death as she waits to exhale. He is her. She is his. He runs, plays, visiting the beaches. She stands towering and waiting. He rages, rips houses apart, but just rolls around her roots, snagging only clumps of clay. He supplies her. Feeds her, nourishes her, happily incompatible, they feed each other, separate but joined by life. Moody like the moon, his tide waxes and wanes, waxes and wanes, she stands, rings centuries around her stature, holds the wealth of a million generations of mother lover since in her outstretched arms. Her leaves fall into his ripples, a million tears of change. Blue. Water. Green. True. So that poem, thank you, is about, thank you, is about actually a domestic violence situation I was in years ago that ended in 1999. I had some friends that helped me get out and then I had to renew my mind. I had to get away from that inferiority, had to get away from that self-doubt had to get away from all the negativity that led me to that situation and transform myself. So no matter where you are, you can take a step in the right direction. You don't have to stay where you are, especially if it is a negative place. And for me, the arts were a way of actually showing the beauty and the trauma of that situation. Because everything that we go through, you know, sometimes relationships, they can be horrible, but they also have beauty. We can learn. You know, so in that I, I was, you know, you got to forgive and understand, hey, that person is at that place, you know, 
They had some good. They had a lot of bad. But I'm going to wish them well. I'm going to send positive love and energy. I'm not going to hold that against them. You know, I'm going to give them that, that light and love like you were saying. Because I'm not going to be bound. You know, so as we are ending tonight, I would like you to, like I said, you know, hopefully you met a few people. Hopefully you shook a few hands. Hopefully, you know, you had a great vibe. I would love it if you guys give us a review. You know, you can go on Google Poetry Motion. You can go uh, to Eventbrite. I'm actually, Zenergy is actually on Google. You can do a review because reviews will help us to get more people in here. Especially we had somebody from Dallas. Is the person from Dallas still here? Okay. Well, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for stopping by. And we are going to be doing this the third Sunday of each month. So you can put that on your calendar. Yeah. So, and we, if you know other artists that would like to come, you know, we're going to have an open mic. We also want to have artists as in visual artists to kind of put their paintings up and have things for sale as well. Because we want to spread that, you know, all kind of arts spread it in the community. So thank you guys so much for coming out. And if you want to pick up anything before you go, we're going to have to pack up soon. But if you have anything you want to pick up real quick, you can come and see the two tables, see me. I do have bookmarks on my table. I do have a podcast. So I would love it if you guys tune into the podcast. You know, that's a free way to support and get your mind, as I said, renewed, get you some positivity. So thank you so much for coming out. And may you guys walk in synergy. Have a great night.